debate on whether cheerleading qualifies as a sport is ongoing. There is no doubt, however, that cheerleaders are athletes. In the Cheer Athlete podcast, we'll dive into all things that may affect athletes who cheer. If you're interested in the sport of cheer, then this is a podcast for you. We'll talk with industry leaders and cheer enthusiasts who keep the sport of cheerleading progressing. I'm your host, Laura Turner, aka the Cheer PT, and I look forward to helping keep your your athletes healthy and safe and on the mat, ready to progress and hit zero at all times. Let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Cheer Athlete. Today we're going to talk about my experience at the ECE showcase held in Providence this past weekend um, in the beginning of December of 2023. Um, I've got some notes here. Uh, I tend to take notes on my envelopes, so very formal, but um, I'm going to intersperse some videos that I took when I was at the showcase. Um, they are just my thoughts, on, and there's you know there's no there's no video of the teams competing, but um, because it was my first showcase, I wanted to to kind of share that experience, and uh, so I I will intersperse them in the video aspect of this. Uh, some of the audio is not so great, um, but you'll get to hear that if you are. Um, if you're listening on the podcast on Spotify or iTunes, um, go go ahead and check out the YouTube channel because uh, the video will be there, and you might catch a little bit more from that. Um, there's just little little tidbits uh, along the way of, of of some of my experience, but I had t- five top um, big things that that stood out to me from the showcase, and uh, so. I'm looking forward to dive into them. If you don't know me, I'm Laura Turner. I'm a physical therapist, a strength coach. I'm LT, the cheer PT. I'm the host of this, the cheer athlete podcast. Um, and it's my mission and goal to help cheerleaders improve their performance and reduce injuries by, uh, through my strength and conditioning programs and my online educational programs. Um, if, if you don't follow me yet, Come check me out on uh, on Instagram, on TikTok, uh, all under the Cheer PT. I also run the Healthy Cheerleading Group, which is going to change names very soon to the Cheer Athlete uh, Facebook group. And uh, in that group, I do live videos once a week and answer questions and um, share other exercises. Right now, I'm currently doing a 21-day exercise challenge, so I'm giving, you know, different at least three different exercises each day for the 21 days um, that you can take with you and share. So come join the Healthy Cheerleading Group, uh, aka the Cheer Athlete Group, soon soon to be the Cheer Athlete Group. All right, let's talk about my the the big things that I saw. Um, first off, as I was walking in, this is a big deal. <laughs> like, uh, so EC has up, I think, six gyms uh, in the in the Northeast area between Connecticut, New Hampshire, uh, and Massachusetts, and then think Rhode Island as well. Um, but so six different gyms, um, and, and they all converged into this, uh, showcase. And I arrived about an hour before I was probably actually, I was there about half an hour before the doors were set to open and the line was already down the building. Um, it just shows you know, the commitment to the sport, it shows the commitment that the parents have to their athletes, how excited their athletes are to be there. Like, the, so the doors were opening at 1115. 
but they, the competition didn't actually start until 1245, I think. So it was a whole hour and a half early that they were there and lining up. When I first got in uh, to the into my space, they were they were setting up for the um, the swag booth basically, um, and as soon as those doors opened, there was a beeline, and they had those guys. They had a they had a line probably for the first three hours, and then I think they sold out. <laughs> um, it was it was amazing to me to see the 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 how proud these kids are of their gym of how they want to display, you know, with their hoodies and their um, sweatpants or their pajama bottoms um, and their t-shirts and uh, all the cheer dads had a lot of gear on. It was, it was amazing. And I think that's a big testament that, you know, how cheerleading can bring together a community to really instill pride in your team and, and, um, a belief in the program um, and that you want to be there and you want to spend an entire Sunday um, at a cheer event. So I, I think that was that that, uh, that was one of the biggest things that stuck out and it that hit me right as I came out of the car. Um, so the uh, this is my first. This we'll we'll talk. I'm going to insert a video here. Um, about when I first arrived and how I was getting there. And then uh, a little bit about walking into the event and seeing all the people there. Welcome to the Cheer Athlete. Today we're coming to you live from the ECE uh, showcase. And uh, this is my first showcase. And so I'm excited to share some of the, what I see. I'm having a table here today. Um, and I hope to talk to a lot of great athletes and parents and coaches. Anyways, we're gonna do this in pieces today, so uh, we'll see you inside the showcase. Oh my goodness, people are lining up outside the door already and the doors don't even open for another 45 minutes. The calm before the storm. Uh, once we got inside, I got set up. It was a little bit of calm right before the storm. Um, the, you know, the, the cheerleaders and the parents weren't coming in yet and it was, you, like just the backdrop was really amazing. They had a little photo set, uh, section set up. Um, I, I think that the event was extremely well done. Um, it flowed. It, you know, the, the they built, it, it, it lived up to its name. Uh, I don't know what I was expecting because I've been to cheer competitions before um, and they're exciting too. But the, I think the backdrop, you know, the banners, um, everybody being there, you know, wasn't a competition. So there wasn't the pressure of competing and um, the anxiety that comes with that. It was just a very exciting and positive time and a celebration of the athletes that were there. Um, in the, at the beginning, Cheryl Passanato, who's the one of, one of the owners of EC, uh, was up speaking. And I know Cheryl from, uh, she's my best friend from college sister. Um, so I've known Cheryl for forever and have watched her coach for forever. Um, back when she was at Medford and we used to go from Northeastern, we'd go and do clinics with them and do some stunt clinics and just watched how, how she grew Medford 
and then developed into East Elite and then ECE. Um, so I've respected and admired Cheryl for forever. Um, and she got up and spoke and like, you know, she was very genuine in her praise for her staff, um, for the athletes that were there, for the parents and the booster club that was doing all the work. And the, the, the statement that she made that really stood out to me was, please cheer for your athletes. You know, this was a showcase. They weren't there to compete. Some routines were just coming together um, and some were going full out and there were some mishaps, but you can cheer, like give them the praise that they deserve. And that, that, ugh, what did you do? There's no place for that. You know, like, because sometimes mistakes happen and sometimes things aren't ready and they just don't go. To my knowledge, there was no injuries that happened. And so that's my jam, right? And uh, I think that was amazing. But cheer for the athletes. Um, and Cheryl made a big point of saying this. And I think that was, uh, gave her a lot of kudos because we sometimes forget that the athletes, they're human um, and how it feels to come down. And, you know, okay, you know, you can analyze and assess and like, what do you need to do different? But like, we can we can do that in a positive vibe as well. Um, so kudos. I think that was a big um, one big thing that really stood out to me at, at um, that Cheryl presented at the beginning. Um, the both the athletes and the parents, they just can't get enough of 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 the gym and the stuff. They want to be there all the time, um, you know, watching them kind of corral together. Um, how the little kids looked up to the older kids. There was one little girl who kept running over and like, this is my favorite team. I want to go see them. And there were the older kids. And then another little girl was off to the side and yelling to a, you know, a teammate, like just saying hello and how they all smiled and responded back. Like, like that's what it's all about. You know, that connection, that being a role model for the youth kids um, and instilling that, that, that bond. Um, and because that's going to teach them how to be good sportsmen, it's going to teach them how to be solid athletes and humans as they grow up and move forward. Um, and they develop these, the friendships along the way, uh, that, uh, I, I will share this multiple times because it really stood out to me and it made a big impression. I mean, these three little girls who were somewhere probably I wouldn't say between seven and 10 years old um, came up to my booth and at the end of the night and were just hanging around talking with me. Um, and they all day they had been buzzing by and hanging together. And like you could tell they, they more than just teammates, they're friends. Um, and they kind of rolled off each other and it was really fun to watch. And so the friendships that develop through these programs and maybe some of them aren't all from the same town. Um, you know, I know these kids travel big distances to go, uh, perform and compete at the, at the different gyms and they're, and they're making connections throughout the state or throughout multiple States. Um, and I think that those will last forever. That's my biggest connection when I was cheering is the connections I had to my teammates and the people I met along the way. Um, one thing, cheerleaders will tumble anywhere. Um, this is a this is a clip I'm gonna put in. And two, uh, one thing I'm seeing all over the place is kids will tumble anywhere. 
cartwheels, roundoffs, they're all being, they're all happening everywhere. Uh, I think it's important, I think, to teach your, your athletes is make sure that they know what their surroundings are because in a busy area it could be it could be dangerous if you pull a cartwheel and someone's right behind you so make sure you watch out where you're going one of one of the biggest reasons for injuries in cheerleading is not paying attention uh, that's what we found in my uh, my research project and that's definitely one that's easy sort of to reduce injuries by doing just being aware of your surroundings know where the edge of the mat is you know where you're at, at when you're tumbling when you're stunting etc you know i think it's you see it all the time we used to go stunt in the airport um and we were always stunting in a pool kids are doing roundoffs and cartwheels and back walkovers in the middle of the track all over and you know I think it's excellent because they're they're just moving and they're taking their bodies and they're not just sitting still. Um, and I think that's awesome. And remind your kids to just be aware of their surroundings. Make sure they know if there's somebody behind them um, because nobody got hurt and it, and it wasn't even it wasn't a thing. It just stood like one piece of my research that I did back in 2016 was one of the biggest risks of injuries for cheerleaders was just kind of not really knowing where you were at and um, a, a mishap. Um, and so, you know, if you're going to do a cartwheel, make sure somebody's not directly behind you that you could clock in the face. Um, and if you're doing a walkover that nobody's in front of you, that you're going to come over and clock in the face. Injuries, most injuries will happen when you're not paying attention and not aware of your surroundings. So that's the easiest and sometimes the hardest piece of preventing an injury just be aware of your surroundings know where you're at know what's going to take you uh, what's going to be the safest route for you to do that and and then go for it because movement is good movement um when i was in first grade uh was my i was doing cartwheels at research recess and it had rained um it wasn't raining currently but it had rained and wasn't paying attention to the surface I was on and I slipped and I broke my collarbone for the first time out of three. Wasn't fun. All three of them were tumbling related. So that's one reason I don't tumble. But um, so, yeah, like you have to be aware of your surface that you're on. You have to be aware of the surroundings and who's around you. And um, that's the best way to prevent an injury. Um, holy crow, these kids can tumble. The height and the the skill level it's so impressive man I, I was very like they are throwing this the skills that the that the athletes are doing these days is just amazing and we just keep growing and uh getting more advanced and kudos to all of you athletes um for the work that you put in for the power and the height of your jumps and your tumbling um it's, uh, I just, I think it's amazing. Uh, they're throwing not beyond fulls, like step, step outs. And um, I can't, like, it was just, I was very impressed with the tumbling and how much the kids are all pushing the tumbling. Like everybody's, um, they're, it's a true show of strength. Um, and I know that tumbling has, has become over the last 25 years has really pro uh, progressed in cheering. Um, but 
for me to come and see these athletes and doing it. And like, as a team, the, the amount of foals that are happening all at the same time and the precision of that is like, I know if you're listening to this podcast, you are aware of how advanced their tumbling is. Um, but it just, it stood out. And like, so if you take a step back on occasion and just like check where you were 20 years ago, what has progressed and how, you know, kudos if you're a coach listening to this, like for getting the kids to this level, because it's really, it's impressive. Um, and it takes a lot of strength, leg strength, upper body strength, a lot of stamina to be able to pull this off. And, um, you really can see the athleticism in it. Um, as the other uh, skill wise that stood out to me, there was a stunt, I believe we called it an angel where we would, um, we were, it was co-ed. So we were one, our base would hold us up on our back and we would lean over backwards and then pop up into a, a chair. Um, in my head, that was a skill we did a long time ago. And it was really was one, it took me a while to master, um, but was one of my favorite stunts. And I loved the transition of that. And I saw some of those angels in the, in the routines um, and the transitions out of them. And it brought me back uh, to when I was sharing. And I, it was really cool to see how some of the old skills, like the Swedish falls and, and these angels and the transitions, how they've progressed them. And now they're more visual. And um, there, there is that, a big wow factor in the transitions. I love seeing old stuff come back. Everything goes around, comes around. You're built on the basis of what you had before you. Um, and you keep progressing and, and pushing the limits. And that's the, the beauty of the sport of cheer. Um, there are the one thing that I think that I love because it's, it draws me too. And I, I like, the sparkles, the makeup, the bows. Um, in some aspects, I question, like, you don't see football players or soccer players um, or swimmers getting all glammed up to go out and perform. So why do we do it? We do it because it's a show, because it's fun. And in the heart of it, we still love that dress up and we still love that sparkle. Like I, sitting on the sides, I was like, I want, I want to wear that bling. There was so much bling around. It was amazing. And watching the little girls put on their makeup in their phone, um, making sure moms were checking, you know, with a Q-tip to make sure everything was lined up perfect. Um, it brings you back. And it, you know, it, for me, it reminds me of, of the fun of, of dressing up and um, I never was into bows and I, I think they're really cool. You guys can pull them off. I never thought I could, um, but they're, you know, as a sport, I think we could get away from the bling, but as a girl who loves dressing up and uh, putting on the bling and the sparkle, it's really fun to see. And like, I think that the uniforms are really cool. I do think that our, the uniforms are much more athletic. There's a lot more shorts. They're not, um, you know, they're, they're, they allow you to move. And I think that's a huge step in the right direction. Um, Cheryl and I joked about saddle shoes when we were back cheering and, you know, it's definitely come a long way and it's definitely a lot more athletic since then. Um, and then my last big takeaway um, is long days. You guys, 
you you are in like I used to think high school competitions were long. That would be like three four hours maybe. These this was the kids were there for at noon. They were there actually they were there. I got there at ten forty five. So they were there at ten forty five probably before that ten thirty, and we didn't leave until about six. Um, that's a long day. It's a long day for little kids to you know have to pay attention to be present. You know. The littles were competing early, but they stayed to watch everybody through the end. Maybe they had siblings on older teams. Um, the parents, you know, you guys, I, 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 I think it's exhausting. And I also think it's amazing for the commitment that you put into this, the time that you, that you do, the energy, for there still to be excitement at the end of the day. And for, for the amount of crowd that was still there at the end of the event after a good six hours of competition was just incredible. Um, it's a testament to how passionate we are about our sport and how we uh, we want to continue to cheer on our athletes. Um, so if you're listening to this for the first time, thank you for uh, listening. Uh, if you came up to see me at the Cheer Athlete booth and the Move Better booth, um, because Move Better is my physical therapy and fitness company in which I do online personal training. Um, but I was really trying to, uh, I wanted to bring awareness to the Cheer Athlete podcast because um, I, because I want more people to listen. So please share this if you know someone. Um, but I, I just, I enjoy meeting all of you. Uh, I love, it's, it's fun to be out in the thick of it again and be able to have conversations. And I look forward to doing that again. And the little girls asked if I would be there next year. And if I have the opportunity, I absolutely will be. Um, and I would love to be at any other events. If you would, you know, if you would like to have, I, I fully support you. It's exciting to me. Um, I think you guys do an incredible job and, um, I appreciate all the work that you put in and I'm pulling for you. If you're transitioning now into or gearing up now for your competition season, go crush it, have fun. Um, remember to enjoy the process along the way. Uh, Cause it's, it, you, I know all, you know, all the hard work that you put in and take that excitement from showcase and carry that forward with you through the end of the year. Thank you for uh, listening today. I hope you have a wonderful week. I've got some good coaches coming up in the next two weeks. So definitely subscribe and uh, follow so that you can catch them uh, and hear some awesome information. Uh, if you are interested in my coaching programs at all, you can find them in the links below. Um, reach out if you have any questions. And um, I do personal training and uh, injury prevention programs. Um, so I'm not your skill coach. Um, I very much admire the skill coaches that are out there and I fully support them. Um, but if you, uh, if you have any questions on anything, please let me know and uh, have a great week. Don't forget when in doubt, breathe it out, take life one step at a time. And as my friend Drew Kelleher said, you're responsible for your own vibes. Go get the day. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the cheer athletes. If you enjoyed it, please remember to like, share, and review because when you do that, it reaches more people. And if you have any comments, please leave them below. I look forward to having an ongoing discussion. To access our free guides for the, from the Cheer PT, we have a Healthy Day 7-Day Cheerleading Challenge and a uh, Healthy Fit Cheer, which will help you improve your jumps and your tumbling. 
and then the 10 top ways to prevent cheerleading injuries along with our concussions uh, our concussion interview series any of these free guides you can find available in the links below and uh, you know if you have any questions please reach out you can always reach us at www.movebetterllc.com have a great day live life without deductions and keep cheering.